0: You're listening to Too Much on Her Plate, the podcast for smart, busy women who are tired of running on the hamster wheel and are ready to create freedom from overeating and emotional eating. I'm your host, clinical psychologist, author, and a smart, busy woman too, Dr. Melissa McCreary. Hey, everybody. Today, I am sharing with you about a really juicy, interesting topic. We're gonna talk about fences and boundaries and what the hell those things have to do with emotional eating. So, emotional eating is an interesting thing. Some people, very smart women, are convinced that the foundation of their overeating is emotional eating, when in reality, it's not their primary hidden hunger and it's not the best place to start making changes, even though there's something going on with them and with emotions and eating, right? Other people are absolutely sure that they're not emotional eaters, when the truth is, it is their relationship with emotions that has all the power with food. Now, on a side note here, I want to say that this is a little bit complicated, but it doesn't have to be. It is exactly why I created the Hidden Hungers quiz. Emotional eating gets tangled up with those four other hidden hungers, and you can think you know what's kind of driving the bus, and you can be misguided. So knowing what your primary trigger is for overeating and how to best start untangling these five hidden hungers, it's going to make your path forward a whole lot easier. So just want to say upfront, take or retake the quiz if you need to do so, so that you can start looking at what's going on with your overeating and yes, with your emotions and the emotional eating component of it a lot more clearly. One place that even smart high achievers get stuck with emotional eating and also eating for comfort or stress eating or eating to numb out, mindless eating, overeating because you're so busy or any kind of overeating really is by missing a very important connection. And that's the connection we're going to talk about today between your boundaries and your relationship with food. It's big, it's important, and understanding how your boundaries work with or work against actually three things, your eating habits and your confidence and your own personal power to make changes. These things are all impacted by your boundaries. And understanding this is critical for creating peace with food and freedom from overeating. So let's talk about it. Boundaries and struggles with boundaries are things that we gloss over or we even give lip service to. Boundary talk makes a lot of women uncomfortable and there's a reason for this. We've been conditioned to extend and to stretch ourselves and to give up our boundaries for others in order to be nice, to avoid conflict, Right, you probably grew up learning that accommodating others and being understanding and nice was valued more than self care and sometimes more than even self preservation. You might not have been taught to think about what you need or to stand for what you need, let alone think about what you want. you want what do you want? Maybe you were taught to be realistic in air quotes, right? Or maybe you were somebody who was praised for being really good at making do or making anything work. Now, let's be clear. That kind of flexibility can be a superpower for sure, but it can also impact the kind of boundaries that you set or don't set and where you feel like you can or where you choose to set them. Boundaries aren't just about saying no. Your boundaries are the fences that create the space for what's important to you. This is so critical. I'm going to say it again. Your boundaries are the fences that hold the space. They create the space. They fence in and preserve what's important to you. Think about this. Have you ever had a problem that you were telling yourself that you didn't know what to do about, right? A problem that you were saying, I don't know how to solve this. It could be a simple problem like, I don't know what to make for dinner tonight. Or a more complicated problem like, I know I need to get more sleep, but I don't know how to. Or it could be a bigger problem like how to sell more widgets or how to negotiate that raise that you want to get at work, right? Think about what it took for you to address or to eventually solve that problem. I am going to bet you that nine times out of 10, solving or addressing that problem was more about sitting down and taking the time to figure out how you wanted to proceed, what you wanted to do, that it was more about that than it really was an issue of you not knowing how to solve the problem. And Even if part of how you solved the problem was by filling in blanks about things that you didn't know, even if how you solved the problem was by getting more support or help or more tools, I'm willing to bet that you figured out strategically what it was that you needed by taking the time to think about or analyze your situation. I really can't tell you how many amazing clients I have worked with, smart, resourceful clients who are telling themselves they don't know how to address their hidden hungers or they don't know how to solve a problem that's triggering overeating when what they really mean is they haven't felt they had the time to focus exclusively on thinking about or solving this problem. Clients who said they don't know how to stop overeating at night turns out when we really focused on that, they had some great ideas for starting points. Clients who said they weren't sure how to not eat when they were on the road. They hadn't thought about it because they were too busy. They were in reaction mode, just doing one thing after another. Clients who said they didn't understand why they were so stressed or so tired or so overwhelmed. Again, they'd been so busy and so in constant reactivity to their life that they hadn't given themselves any space to stop and actually lay out and explore the questions. The problem was and is that they hadn't created boundaries that would allow them time and space to take a step back and even ask, okay, what is the problem? What are my options? What do I need here? What do I want? What do I know would help? This is so important. Overwhelm is often boundaries that are drawn or not drawn in all the wrong places. Do a little experiment here. Think about the things that you need to have in your life for you to be at your best. So, what I mean is, for me, these are things like time outdoors and time spent journaling. Quiet time in the morning is really important to me. Time with friends helps me to be at my best. All right. So think about the things that you need to be in your life for you to be at your best. And then I want you to ask yourself whether you've created a boundary or a fence to preserve your important things. Are you on your calendar? Are these things on your calendar? Do they actually show up? Or are you like so many busy women who put everyone and everything else in their calendar and then expect to squeeze themselves in into that non-existent space between all the things that are really all the things that you're doing for everybody else? Think about any personal goals you have right now, especially any goals that are related to changing, overeating, or emotional eating. Think about the reasons you're listening to this podcast. When is that thing that you want to start or that you want to keep doing, when is that thing supposed to happen? And if somebody came by, if we came by and looked, can we see it in your schedule? Does it exist in that organized thing that you have that tells you where you're spending your time. We come by issues with boundaries naturally. It's the culture most of us were raised in. And you can take responsibility for owning and addressing the issues that you may have with boundaries. And this begins by seeing the impact your current boundaries are having in your life and on your eating. We often think about boundaries as the no's that we say, or we don't say. We use uh, trouble setting boundaries as a different way of saying we're not so good at saying no. But it can be really impactful to think of boundaries differently. I want to encourage you to think about boundaries as planting your flag to the places that you're going to say yes. How can this be useful? Well, do you eat because it's your reward Do you eat as a substitute because there's no time for you? Are you somebody who believes that moving your body sets off all the positive vibes and all the positive mojo, you know, gets that all going in motion, but you never have the time to move your body? Are you someone who overeats at night because you're so exhausted, but you also want something good for you in your day? Or maybe you overeat because so many hours were about everyone else. And what's the point of not doing something that tastes good for you? All of these instances of eating and overeating, they all reflect a lack of fenced off space for something better, for something better and more nourishing. All of those instances of overeating are substitutes for not having the space for what it is you really want. What that fenced off space needs to contain and how big it is, that's different for everyone, right? It might be time to dream or to sing or to play the piano. It might be time to go for a walk or meal plan or strategize or 10 minutes that it takes to advance plan your day so that you're not in reaction mode all day, right? So you're addressing it in a purposeful way your fenced off boundary protected space might be time to journal and explore what it is that you're feeling. What's triggering your overeating? What's bothering you? Or it might be time to ask yourself what it is that you really, really want or what you're needing today. If you're eating because food is your only reward in a day that's been full of taking care of others, it might be fenced off space that allows you to think about how you might set things up differently. Boundaries do say no, but they also create the possibility of saying yes. They create space for the possibility of nourishing yourself. Boundaries create space for giving yourself the things that you are really hungry for that are not food and addressing the reasons that food has power over you. Boundaries are about saying no sometimes. And so much of the time, boundaries create the possibility and the space for yes. So many critical, important yeses. Here's another thing that boundaries can create space for. Execution. Getting the thing that we want to get done, actually done. Done. Because, as anybody who has ever tried to change their eating knows, it is one thing to know what you want to do, and it's another thing to be able to make it happen. Fenced off space is space and energy and brain power that you get to use to strategize, to ask yourself, how will you make your plan work for you? Setting boundaries allows you space to execute. I mean, how many times have you told yourself that you're not going to go out for lunch, but then you didn't make the time to shop or to plan or to prep for your new improved plan? Maybe most importantly, boundaries can fence off space so that you can continually evaluate how what you're doing is working or where it isn't, so that you can course correct, so that you can be nimble Instead of falling into being that version of you who doesn't have fenced off space, who just reacts to her plan, who keeps trying harder at things that aren't designed well for you and then beats herself up for not succeeding. Again, at something that wasn't designed for her because she didn't have the fenced off space to plan it or to really be strategic. She just jumped into another plan or the same old plan again. Boundaries and fenced off space are really a gift that keeps on giving, that continues to build momentum. And the muscles that create these things, the muscles that you use to create boundaries and to fence off space for yourself are some of the most powerful muscles that you can nurture. It's impossible to create peace with food and freedom from overeating without fenced off space. That's meant to do just that. And because of that, it is no surprise that we are always experimenting with and exploring boundaries in your missing piece. It is a foundation to ending those patterns with food and overeating and binging and eating at night and starting over again that just aren't working for you, right? So consider where your boundaries could be better meaning consider where your boundaries could be adjusted to serve you better. Where could your boundaries serve you better? And what do you want to carve out space to say yes to? Because that is what boundaries are all about. What do you need? What do you want? What would nourish you? And if this all seems impossible, here is one final tip. Let's leverage that socialization that conditions us to be kinder and more tolerant of others than of ourselves. The boundaries you have right now, the time you're telling yourself you aren't allowed right now. And yes, I see you. I know you probably have that inner voice in your head that's telling you that boundaries and fenced off space is pie in the sky and those things aren't possible for you. I want you to think about someone you love and you care for. Would you tell them the same restrictive story? Would you tell your loved one, your best friend, or your child that they don't get fenced off space? Would you tell them that they can't have boundaries for the things they need to thrive? If you're in a vicious cycle with overeating or emotional eating, take a look at your boundaries. Make a list of the fenced off spaces that you want. Make a list of the fenced off spaces that would nourish you, that would feed you the things that you really need and start building them. You've got this. If you're ready to lose your overeating and emotional eating habits, and you are ready to step into a relationship with food that fits you, one that doesn't rely on willpower and deprivation, then now is the time to join your missing piece. Enrollment is open and this is the perfect time to join me. Go to too muchonherplate.com forward slash freedom or just click on the link in the show notes. Your Missing Piece is the program where I show you step-by-step how to create freedom from overeating with a unique combination of psychologist-designed, personalized work with me, coaching, and smart strategy. You'll learn how to reclaim your power, ditch the diets, and create results that are built to last. Check it all out at too much on her forward slash freedom. And I'll see you inside.